Um, there's the mute button. Ugh. I said, God damn. God damn. Uh, let's get started. I'm thinking. I probably should have sound checked. Oh God, we'll just fake it. <laughs> like your girlfriend does. Oh, guess I have to hit record on the camera there, don't I? Or live, <coughs> or whatever. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning up Pogo City Radio. I'm Andrew. Here's terroristic threat. Hold my beer. Coming out of Texas. That was terroristic threat, as I said in the intro. Coming out of Texas, I was hanging out with the 
singer from that band in Atlanta at 40 Fest, Marco. And uh, he's always in the live comments and stuff. And I didn't, I, I knew I knew him from the internet when we met, but I didn't realize like the profile until we were on the last show. And then I was like, oh, because he doesn't have a profile picture. It's the band, Terroristic Threat. But go give them a like on Facebook. If you're watching on Facebook, I think I linked it in the show. I tried to at least. But uh, yeah, totally awesome. That sounds great, Terroristic Threat. And uh, he sent me that as a wave file. I believe there's like a uh, video up on YouTube. So go check that out. I think they spell it with like a K at the end. But uh, yeah, just go check them out on YouTube. And um, I'm not sure where, where else they are. But I was telling them I was like, yeah, the intro, it definitely gives me like a dwarves like a 90s era dwarves feel kind of like demonica or something like that and i was like it's awesome but uh yeah the whole song the quality and everything real good it's catchy you know a lot of fun a lot of fun so uh go look for terroristic threat on facebook and i don't know see if you can get a hold of uh some more music or something but uh yeah i'm andrew and we're just chilling here on monday i'm very stoned i'm very very stoned. I didn't bring up my bong because I only have un poquito and I will just sit up here and like, you know, smoke like crazy. And then Jessica will come home and kick me in the balls. But <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, sorry. Here's your here's your little football thing. So I was bitching about Brian Dable, the Giants coach, but I said he did good all year. But seriously made me question <laughs> with some decisions in the last game but he won coach of the year and then fleabag eagles are in the super bowl it's funny you know the eagles are in the super bowl and sean hasn't been on the show in like two weeks it's fucking hilarious <laughs> it's not by design but uh yeah they'll be playing the chiefs i mean i would say i hate the eagles i'm a giants fan but if i I was in the Super Bowl. The team I would least want to see if my team was in the Super Bowl would be the Chiefs. So I'm happy that at least the Eagles are playing the Chiefs. And hopefully the Chiefs win. And yes, speaking of Philly, after Atlanta made the trip, uh, I guess, down the turnpike to Philly and caught Battalion Zoshka, the Havoc, uh, the Parasitics, and Rubbish, who I like a lot too, Philly locals. And uh, it was definitely a real Philly show between Battalion Zoshka and Rubbish because, like, those are two, like, you know, Pat's writing songs like, no one likes us and we don't care, like, very singing about the Liberty Bell and shit. And Rubbish just maintains that they're the shittiest band in Philly. And, you know, be playing under the bridge and stuff. It doesn't get much more Philly than that. So it was definitely a very on-brand show with the Eagles getting ready to play in the championship game and eventually going on to the Super Bowl. I've seen images of the streets last night. They were mobbed. I did watch the game. Me and Renee were up here rocking out a little. I had Renee playing my Les Paul, and I was banging on Jess's drums, fucking around, and I was showing her, because I learned it from the internet, the fucking pipeline solo, <laughs> and yes, so it was, we were having fun, depressed about the Eagles, because I mean, yeah, fuck the Eagles, <laughs> but, 
But back to the Philly show, it was good to hang out with uh, Jason from the Havoc because I saw Justin, the guitarist in Atlanta, and um, I didn't see Jason, and he had been talking to me online. Jason's been on the show. He does like his podcast, Punk Rock Talk, and um, but we, we had him met in person, and um, so he came and saw me and Sean when we were at the bar in Philly, and we hung out with him most of the night, and that was a lot of fun talking to him, and uh, it's, it's so hilarious when you get to meet these people from across the country, and they, they talk about my kids and them playing music, but it's awesome just talking to him about him being a new dad and stuff, but uh, yeah, it's definitely, definitely really nice guys, and they always had a message and like you know I've been listening to them since they came out since like before they were on like punk core and they had um, the 7 inch what the fuck was it called the black and white 7 inch with Uncle Scam on the center folds what was it we want the truth I think it was we want the truth I, maybe that was what it's called I don't know but um, yeah it was definitely awesome and then uh, punk core came out with the album and uh like I said, we had Jason on here. It wasn't that long ago, maybe a year ago. You can go into the archives on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, wherever the hell else you hear podcasts. Go over to pogocity.com. So the Parasitics we're playing, if you go to pogocity.com, I don't really promote it that much. It's kind of just a domain for fucking like algorithmic purposes. But if you go to pogocity.com, it'll forward you either to pre-order the Parasitics 7-inch with uh, Mild Bam one-sided on the other side and our two best songs. And um, But it's a year. It has been a year. Not since we've done pre-orders. People exaggerate the amount of time. We only submitted the album to the company that's mass-producing it, United Record Pressings out of Tennessee. We only submitted to them a year ago, but it was only supposed to take six fucking months. It's been a year. So, um, it sucks. You know, we got a bunch of people to pre-order the album, and it was really cool of them, and we ain't got nothing to show for it yet. It sucks. I mean, I'm in communication with the company, but I think it's just, like, they literally make, like, major selling bands records i i think we're just a small fish that they're like we'll get to them when we get to them but uh yeah so i mean that's why i haven't really been saying to pre-order it because we don't have the release date but um i've been giving out the email address and telling people to respectfully email them and annoy them uh, but respectfully and uh yeah hopefully the record will be out soon but the parasitics played and uh, they did a little six seven five day uh, run i guess it would have to be at least Seven run with the Havoc starting in Atlanta and getting back up north, getting into Pittsburgh and then back to Philly and then to New York. And I think that's where it ended. Uh, yeah, I think it ended in Brooklyn. Don't quote me. And uh, I was hanging out with all them guys in Philly the night before. And uh, like I said, a lot of fun. Rubbish opened it up. And like they're, they're, I mean, I think they're like the epitome of like a DIY Philly band. And then and, you know, uh, Battalion Zoshka, you know, with Pat amongst uh, many others, Jonas. <laughs> if I don't say his name, he'll yell at me. Oh, my God, did he ball tap the shit out of me when I left, like so violently hard. <laughs> 
But yes, yes, it's funny. He will still run up. Now, Jonas is the bass player, and he had, he, like, Three years ago in Philly, he came running up to me and was like, do you know my name? Do you know my name? I know your name. Do you know my name? And I did not. <laughs> and he told me it was Jonas, and I have since then never forgot it. However, rude girl Jessica cannot remember his name to save her life. And he runs up to her every time he sees her and goes, do you know my name? Do you know my name? <laughs> But yes, yes, and uh, but uh, Pat, of course, from Violent Society, and they had a reunion show recently. Jonas was there with his wife, actually. I think he tried to ball tap me, but didn't quite get me as well that time. But that was a good show. Uh, not Rude Girl Jess, Elsie J through in Peaberg month or two ago. I think it was around Christmas or Halloween. I don't fucking know. It's all one blur. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely been a fun time. It's been a nice little run of things going on. I can't think of anything coming up in the absolute near future. I know I ha I can't say what I'm doing this weekend. Never mind. I almost let the cat out of the bag. But we'll talk about that another time. Not really punk rock related anyway. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're on some high notes, some low notes. I got a uh, message from Chandler, who I was uh, also hanging out with in... Atlanta, but uh, yeah, I was hanging out with Chandler. He messaged me, and apparently Wadi and the Exploited had to cancel some upcoming show in another country, but Wadi in the hospital again. They're saying he'll be there for four days. I don't know how you could... It, it feels like it's weird that you would know you would be there for four days. You know, like, I feel like you're either in the hospital, like, indefinitely or getting out today, but apparently they're saying, like, four days, and there was a picture that he forwarded to me, and then I saw it on my Instagram, and I was very confused, because I was like, did he throw that up? Because it just says, like, it's Wadi talking very nonchalantly in writing, and it's like, you know, I've been, like, spewing blood or something like that for days, and, um... And there's, like, a picture, and I'm like, is that something he threw up, or is that, like, a close-up picture of some breakfast? Like, like think of Dexter, if you guys remember, like, the HBO serial killer show Dexter. Like, the intro was just him shaving and, like, cutting up peppers and making an omelet, but they were super close-up shots that made everything look really gross for some reason. Like, he was literally just be, like, cutting peppers and shaving his face, but it was so zoomed in, it looked really gross. Kind of like Orange is the New Black when they, like, in the intro of that, they really zoomed up on some of the women's faces, and it seemed like they really tried to emphasize on the impurities, and, like, you wouldn't know notice them in a photograph but like they would really zoom up on like a woman's mole to like where you could see the hair coming out of it and it would take up like most of the screen in the intro so it was it was kind of like that and I was like is this some jam on some it looked like it could have been like a toasted bagel and then maybe some jam like when you go to a diner how they just like have a self-serving package and like drop it in the center like I went to IHOP yesterday with like Renee and Jess and the kids and like I love their food. We always get the steak and eggs. But, like, when they bring the the uh, pancakes, it's always just one lump of butter in the center. And it looked like a lump of jam 
on like a toasted bagel. I was like, is that what that is? And then it looked like maybe there was cream cheese around the back. Or is that his vomit? Is that like some some chunky ass? Because I throw up all the fucking time. Like I was throwing up all over Atlanta, baby. <laughs> So it's like, but I'm usually throwing up bile. So it was like, what is this? And I wrote back to Chandler, especially because like people be doing that, especially on Instagram. They're like, here's a picture of my turntable, but now I'm going to talk to you about how I'm suicidal. Or here's a close up picture of my like driver side car seat in my car, but like, I'm gonna talk to you about some show I'm going to. So I was like, is this like some close up picture of his breakfast? Is this something he puked? I can't really make it out, but Wadi, go see the man. <laughs> if he plays, who the fuck wouldn't? I mean, if you're an exploited fan, I think, I think you know, like, Wadi's gonna like die on stage or in between shows. And like, you know, that's, that's how I think the man would want it. But uh, definitely, they're saying they're gonna be playing their show in March, but once again, somewhere in Europe. And uh, we got to see the exploited, like last year, we were lucky. We got, they were amazing with the Chrome Eggs, Total Chaos, and the virus. Great time. Great time indeed. Let's play some Exploiter. We opened up with Terroristic Threat. Like I said, some friends of ours definitely, I know, available on YouTube. Go search Terroristic Threat. Now the Exploited Legit Legends. And uh, one of my fondest childhood memories was one of my many blank show but um we, oh that was with the league i i i'm i'm confusing stories never mind i also saw the exploited but that was not I, i'm getting getting punk rock stories confused we're gonna play the exploited and it's like do i play the old stuff do i play the newer stuff i'm a more fan of the classic but i do really like some new stuff like beat the bastards and stuff like that so fuck it yeah we're gonna is that new 96 i'm calling that new but come on this was far after the exploited change sounds this is by no means oi but we are gonna get to the exploited and one that i'm calling new but is almost 30 years old here's beat the bastards god damn the exploited are old ah okay we're getting to wadi beat the bastards oh it's got this long ass intro that's right <laughs> Be there now! Stuck in politics, pretty- 
motherfucking exploit it. I'm telling you, if they exploit it, promote a show near you, you better make it out to it. I got an exploit it tattoo when I was like 18. It's funny, I literally got the tattoo a month after I got my first tattoo, which was the Blanks one. It was the Up The System album cover. Definitely thought it was over. And that's where it ends. <laughs> but yes. And the I got the blanks tattoo. The up the system tattoo was my, my first tattoo. And that tattoo was by the same guy a month earlier. And it looks like absolute garbage, right? <laughs> like it's so bad, right? So I went to mad people to, to like ask how much when I was 18 to like get the tattoo, right? And they were giving me like astronomical prices like $400 my shoulder is like two inches all right <laughs> they were giving me astronomical prices and then I found some dude who was like an actual punk rock guy and I didn't want to go to these dudes who's like mommy bought them a tattoo parlor I went to some dude who like tattooed in back alleys <laughs> and he, he was like I was talking to him about Gigi and like going to shows in the 80s and like you know so I felt much more, this is where I wanted to get my tattoo. And like, fucking, like, I got it in like this orange instead of green. And like, I, I wanted it like orange and yellow. And all the color fell out. Like, it looks like I didn't color in the 77 portion of the logo. On top of that, Jethro drew it. There's mad detail, like kind of gross zoomed in detail on Pogo the Punk's face. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but I do feel like a professional tattoo artist should have said, that's way too much detail for that small of an area. I should take some of that out. It'll look better. And if he would explained it to me like that, I would have been like, oh, okay, but didn't mention it at all. So the lines are all blown out, and it's just like a blurred face. So I got like a blurred face, no color in the 77, and the outline and everything in the middle is just blown out, okay? Then I went back and added some words to it, and they did not come out centered. <laughs> However, and it was like a month later when I got the exploited one, the exploited tattoo, it's the original let's start a war skull and it looks perfect it looks just like the album cover and it also looks like i got it done fucking yesterday <laughs> it's a month younger by the same artist and it looks like i got it done yesterday <laughs> the ink i mean granted it's mostly black and the blanks one had a lot more color, but still, it's absolutely ridiculous. The bones are mad sharp. None of the lines are blown out. And it's on my opposite shoulder. Like, it's the exact same size. Like, it... <laughs> 
It makes no sense. You would by no means think these tattoos were done by the same guy in the same chair the, the same exact year, the, practically the same month. I think I waited like a month. I needed to like get paid a couple times before I could afford the next tattoo. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, my little my little teeny bopper got girlfriend got arrested and that was how I cheered myself up. I was like, wait, I'm 18. I can get a tattoo. And I, I ran to the tattoo parlor funny story that was the one day i hung out with rude girl jessica who i would later marry yeah that was in high school before we knew each other we actually met in high school but like only once and it was the day i got that blanks tattoo rude girl jess she had fun in atlanta she made it to day three of atlanta got to catch endless struggle and the havoc and the crumb bums had some experiences there it was definitely a good time Wild time, good time. It was it was the way a show like that should be. I guess um, I don't know if it's been announced. Mm. I don't know. There's another festival coming, not just CY. Another one coming. I don't know if it's been announced, so I can't say anything yet. I've seen some flyers, but I I feel like they were shared in confidence, and then um, I also I don't know. Gotta make sure, but yeah. Clear your calendars. Clear your calendars. I'm, I, I need to find some local stuff going on soon, though. I feel like, I, I feel like we just did, like a bunch of stuff just happened. I feel like there's nothing really going on right now. But I definitely got some more festivals coming up. Cy Fest for sure, and this other festivals for sure. But it ain't for sure announced. So, just be ready. Be ready. You will be excited. That is one thing for sure. So we've mentioned the havoc on here a couple of times got to see them in um not florida not atlanta philly that's it this past weekend and it was cool too like jason the singer was on stage and he was like how many people here and there was a lot of people they were like how many people here saw the havoc 20 years ago not one person room was silent like plenty of us remember them from back then and we're singing the words but they were banned from california they didn't come here all that often this is they haven't played i was talking to him like they did like a couple one-off shows like 15 years ago maybe one like five years ago like it was a local southern california thing it was when the first single came out i believe and uh but like they really haven't played in 20 years and when they did put out the couple albums on like punk core and all that they didn't hit the east coast like really you know what I mean and uh, so it was great and they were like welcome to the family you know those guys are such great guys and uh, a lot of their songs always had a message and um, it's it's they, they really still do that and it's good because they don't come across preachy and they don't come across as virtue signaling and like they come across as real and it's done the right way you know what i mean and i really think it's also cool especially because like not to get on a soapbox here or anything like i feel like it's so like you believe what you believe but i feel like it's so trendy punk rock to be like oh fuck america and like fuck the troops and you know what i mean and like i definitely don't think that especially about like the individual people in the military, you know what I mean? And like, they have their song and he went on a little thing about like how the VA doesn't like take care of the vets and he went on a little thing about suicide and talked about how this song, you know, has like, um, 
like a deep meaning and it was personal to them and they know the person it was about and it was a very sad story about uh, him taking his own life on like Christmas or Christmas Eve. And uh, yeah, so the, the Havoc has always wrote about like real world issues and haven't been like afraid to do it. And uh, the song is one of their newer ones. They have some pretty cool videos on YouTube now, like, you know, like actual music videos. And they have some of their new songs. Now, their sound hasn't changed as much as the Exploited, but the sound has changed a little. And they do have a re-record of We Want the Truth, which is, is really, really cool. Like, that was one of my favorite songs from the early stuff. And uh, But the re-record, a lot of re-records... I'm not big on, but this is a good one. We're not going to play it. We're going to play the, the newer one, Only Escape. But uh, shit, maybe we'll play both. Here's Only Escape, The Havoc. Find it on uh, YouTube. Good video. Bop, bop.
All right, we're going to get to that re-record. Once again, that was the Havoc with only Escape. Here is a 2021 re-record of We Want the Truth by the Havoc. Havoc on Pogo City Radio. Like I said, that was the re-record, and I'm pretty sure the first single was We Want the Truth. But uh, yeah, that was definitely an awesome album. I they, they had their number on the album when it came out in like 2001 or whatever, and I definitely called it when I was like 14, like with no point, and was like, hi, are you the Havoc? <laughs> You're awesome. <laughs> But yeah, they were totally cool about it because they actually weren't there when I called and someone took my name and they called me back. I even said, like, I don't have a show for them or anything, <laughs> but they were mad cool, you know, and they still are. But uh, yeah, I was talking to Tim, who played in At Mid Nothing for a little bit. I know the locals would remember At Mid Nothing, uh, Steve Sutter's band. They used to play at, um, what was that fucking place? I want to kick the dude who runs it ass, Derek, that piece of shit. But whatever place he used to run, they used to play there all the time. But... Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, that piece of shit. Not Steve, someone else. But uh, yeah, I was talking to Tim, who uh, drummed for them for a little bit. Ron Coon used to be in the band, and uh, he passed away. He was one of the great, like, he could play all over that bass neck. But Tim, I've been talking to him, because I wanted to get together and maybe jam with him, but he's like one of those people with like a super busy work schedule, you know what I mean? But he's always fen uh, forwarding me random bands and uh, he sent me one today and um, their, their, their writing's like all in, you know, I don't know if it's Chinese or Japanese, it's all fucking symbols. <laughs> like it's symbols. Like if I was cultured, I couldn't read this shit. I don't English that well. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, uh, there's some trans like it tries to translate it. So I believe maybe they're called the Rum Kicks, and uh, this song is called Punk Rock. They're very kind of like Tom and Boot Boys. The songs are like Punk is Nowhere, Punk Rock, We Stud Jacket, and uh, you know it's just like you know big liberty spiked covered heads with lots of dye and you know your your pogo they definitely love that pogo over i made that sound like a disco song but i was going with like the bass drum the snare and the hi-hat kind of like that that bear with the cymbals that those pogo punk songs sound like they're playing sometimes but these uh, gals seem real cool I believe they're called Rum Kicks, and uh, this song's called Punk Rocker. They got a video for it on YouTube as well. New band, by the way.
right, that was the rum kicks. And now on YouTube, it seems like Morris translated. He was throwing me other stuff. But yeah, if you type in rum kicks, you will find them. And uh, they're definitely a newer band. They've only played a couple shows. And um, I don't know what country they're from, but they're somewhere in Asia, we will say. And uh, I feel like 30 years from now, they're going to be like, cancel Pogo City Radio. They said Asian. <laughs> but uh, yes, what else did I want to play? Oh, okay. I kind of feel like this is a decent segue. We're going to play Jane County, who was once Wayne County. And definitely, you know, trans before it was the thing. Way before Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, you know what I mean? Way before that was like, and I feel like a lot of people, and I've said this before, I feel like a lot of people like, sure, I know there's still bigots who hate this, but this stuff is celebrated now. I feel like when Jane County did it, like, that was some shit, like standing in Tiananmen Square in front of a tank. You know what I mean? I know people still, it sucks if people hate people like this, but imagine what it was like in 1978 in New York. Imagine that. And then putting out songs <laughs> like this. Now, uh, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't bring this up on my phone, so I gotta I gotta find it real quick. But I know it's on uh, the best of Jane, and it's uh, you know Jane County. Like I said, formerly it was a CBGB's you know Max's Kansas City thing, but um, definitely very in your face about it. Like almost like the dicks. Like they were really like homosexuals but they were trying to offend with it and like and i really feel like like it was almost like to because like most people especially at that time would think that they would be like they should be ashamed or something and it was like you know they weren't going to take no shit from nowhere from no one and like i really just i don't think people realize that anymore and i'm having trouble finding the goddamn song I want to play. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to play the Parasitics first, and then I'm going to go find the version of the Jane County song I want to do. Like I said, the Parasitics got some new tracks coming out on a release I'm putting out, Pogo City Records, and it's taking forever, but uh, we did upload the songs on Spotify because I was just like, dude, I can't wait for this shit anymore. So here's one of the new ones. This is with Josiah on drums, artwork done by uh, our late friend Rob, and uh, here's the track Rise or Fall, The Parasitics. Gonna come back with some Jane County.
Alright, that was new from the Parasitics. Look out for it to come out soon. I did find the Jane County song I was looking for, and I feel like this just really sums up what I was saying. I fucking love it. Here's Jane County. If you don't want to fuck, fuck off. Fuck off! 
See, that's what I'm fucking talking about. Fuck off. Yes. Jane County. If you don't want to fuck, fuck off. There you go. There you go. I want to play the dicks now, but if that didn't get me kicked off Facebook, the dicks definitely will. <laughs> but yes, yes, yes. Who the fuck cares? Go to the podcast anyway. That's where, that's where, because nobody does this shit on Facebook. Go to the podcast. Give it a like. Give it a share. Uh, that's where people actually hear this. But uh, yes, so uh, go to pogocity.com. You can get the podcast there. You can go on uh, Spotify, type in Pogo City Radio, go to Apple Podcasts, pretty much anywhere there are podcasts. Those are just like the two main places. And even if you get it from one of those other like FM player, or XM player, whatever the fuck they are, they it's usually just forward it from iTunes or some shit anyway. But uh, yeah, so go find us on Spotify. Give it a like there. Some comments, whatever you could do. Those digital blowjobs, because if you don't want to digitally fuck us, fuck off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't have too much else to say. We talked about terroristic threat, the whole Wadi thing. We were talking about Philly and the Havoc, some, the parasitics. We're going to play Battalion Zoshka before we get out of here. Now, they played in Friday, in Friday, on Friday as well. I put up, I hate the way Instagram crops shit and then, like, also, like, shortens the videos. So, like, uh, I put some stuff on Instagram, like, of the bands playing. But, you know, it all gets cut off after a minute. But um, I guess I could have posted it differently, but I didn't fucking feel like it. And that's a dumb feature if they don't want to be a big platform then don't be a big fucking platform but uh yeah we're gonna play battalion zoshka like i said they're coming out of philly i don't know why i'm showing so much respect to philly especially with them goddamn eagles winning i guess they can have this fun they're fun this week because but see i can't talk that much shit like because the eagles are the they were like the best team in the nfl they were getting light at the end of the year but um they beat the shit out of San Francisco, and, like, even in the first half, like, San Francisco was down, like, 7 nothing, but it looked like the Eagles should have been winning 28 to nothing. and then San Francisco got on the board, and it was like, okay, well, this is one of those games where you can't let the other team lay around, because, like, it's like, boom, we're going into half, and it's, like, looking like San Francisco might be able to capitalize, like, double dip, Philly scored again, it was, like, 7-14, and it was like, okay, well, maybe San Francisco had 96 seconds, maybe they could drive down the field and score, they get the ball in the second half. Maybe they go back-to-back -back scoring drives. Not at all what happened. The Eagles scored twice before half. Like, how the fuck did that happen? And it was just like there was 96 seconds, you know, uh, a fucking 100 seconds left in the game. And it was like, okay, you know, San Francisco looking all right. And before half, it was like, oh, no, the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. And then it only got worse. San Francisco's quarterback went out. And it, it, what's his name wasn't doing. I mean, he had a great... You know, Mr. Irrelevant or whatever, the last pick guy in the draft this year. And, uh, you know, he really took San Francisco far. I thought it was fucking hilarious. They were like, so has he played good enough for next year? It's like, motherfucker. Like, he's setting records all over the place and took the team to the fucking championship. Yeah, I think he should be there next year, but whatever. Fucking, uh, yeah, you can pretend to not care about football and you can kiss my ass. But... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so the Eagles, it's, like, kind of hard to talk shit, but like I said, 
if the Giants were in the Super Bowl, the team I'd want to see least is the Chiefs. So I want to sit here and be like, let the Eagles fan have their fun because they're going to be crying. I hope that happens. Not guaranteeing it. If anybody could, I hate to even phrase it this way, but I'm a man of truth. If anyone can beat the Eagles, it is the Chiefs. But um, we're going to get out of here. I want to see if I can find no one likes us. See, this is why I should like take time and prepare, but then it just wouldn't be me. But, um, you know, Battalion, one of their songs is like a real, real Philly thing. No one likes us. And uh, what was that, at the parade or something like that? I can't find it, though. I want no one likes us and we don't care. I don't know if that's actually... What it's called, damn it. I'm going through their two albums. Both of them are on Spotify, but you can go uh, find them and buy the hard copy. There's some high-quality records with, like, glue jackets and all that. And uh, you should definitely hit up Italian and buy one of their actual records as I dwiddle my way out of this. I can't find it. We're going to go with uh, Battalion Zoshka, 80s Kids. See you guys next time.
If you don't want to fuck me, baby, baby, fuck off.